views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the show. For those of you that were listening to the last hour, I love how we align these topics because when we're thinking about ourselves and our lives, right, we're thinking about the moment we're in or the place we want to go. And what happens when we stop for a minute to look at what it means to unleash your soul's potential and purpose? Today, my co-host, Nancy Monson, Everyday Spirituality, and, you know, looking at inner alchemy, inner alchemy, unleashing your soul's potential and purpose. And weren't we just talking about this, about what happens when we finally get a glimpse of who we are, who we can become, and how fulfilled that makes us feel? So today, I'm thrilled to have Nancy joining me here today. If you know, um, I know many of you have listened to Nancy, Everyday Spirituality Radio with Nancy. Her website is everydayspirituality.com. And, you know, for her, you know, this is, this is her calling, you know, to be that sole purpose advocate, you know, to be the person that helps other people all over the world come and show up and experience what life is to understand what the soul is calling forth in each of us, you know, how to embrace and hold on to the true nature of who we are, not be distracted by what the world might want us to be. And then once we have a glimpse of that, how do we navigate the waters? GPS, as Nancy calls it, but how do we then navigate? Whether you're working with Nancy one-on-one or working with her in an organization or listening to a show, or attending one of her uh, workshops or classes, the thing that you will get from all of that is liberation. How to become liberated from that place of suffering, that place of limitation that so many of us have. So today's show is looking at the alchemical phases of inner transformation. Nancy, it's great to have you here. Thanks, Pat. It's great to be here. Wow. That was a great introduction. (laughs) Well, you know, I think we're all getting a glimpse of what happens in our lives, Nancy, when we show up and we show up in a way that isn't really true to who we are, who we can become. Isn't that what today is about, though? Yeah, you know, when we're not living our authentic self, you know, our soul's purpose, our full potential, it's painful. 
it's painful. <laughs> yeah. So today you're going to take us through looking at, you know, these these incredible phases uh, mm-hmm. of what this means to really step into inner transformation. And you know what I love about what you've done here is when people say transformation or we talk about transformation, it's daunting. You know, there's not a blueprint. You know, we hear do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that, let go, say hello, all of the above. But you have identified these four phases that help us commit to living a soul-directed life. Tell us about them. Ooh, yeah, thank you, Pat. Yes, so it's this is something that I learned, I studied deeply with my spiritual teacher, and it comes from Carl, some of Carl Jung's work. He really studied... Um, alchemy and how it relates to the inner, the psyche's journey of individuation. So, you know, this process of how we become the fullness of our soul's potential. And they're using the ancient, the ancient wisdom of alchemy. We now understand that this process that of transformation that the psyche or the ego goes through to be in greater expression of the soul's potential has distinguishable phases. And that's the piece that I want to share with people today. You know, it's, and, and it's basically the four, and we're going to go into this, but the four different phases are dissolving, letting go, letting go of what's no longer needed. And then inspiring when the fire of new life begins to spark after we've let go of enough. How do we explore and really and really take on these different pieces that have come alive in us? And then how do we then take all of that, step back, create a larger vision for our life that incorporates everything we've learned and then bring that vision, we manifest it by bringing that vision into reality so those are the the four steps that that are the main function of that transformation journey yeah and isn't important nancy to really have um as you you call it a gps so that we have a sense of where are we now and then if we look at these each phases and you're going to walk us through each of them we get mm-hmm. a sense of okay this is where we can begin or this is where this is really what this is about so the first phase that you mentioned is dissolving is that right yes dissolving is the first phase and a lot of times that phase happens without our um participation or our agreement like sometimes people will find that things are falling away from from their life you know they get on the wrong side of a political mover at work and they find themselves you know being cast out or laid off or a relationship falls apart or some major trauma happens in their life or possibly even they they end up very ill and it allows us if we take advantage of that the opportunity to really let go of what no longer serves us. Now, the ego can really struggle with that because it's become identified with a particular role that we've played and that role is changing. You know, when children leave the home, you know, the empty nest, that role of mother or father has to change. So this is what can happen. It can, we can be thrust into a transformation process by a lot of the outer, uh, the outer elements that can happen to us. Wow. And, you know, so often we hear about that. I know for myself, um, you know, this is really looking at seeing and being able to recognize when I'm in that. What are some of the signposts for this phase? What it, what do they look like? Um, well, some of the things like I mentioned would be the yep. 
the um, the outer signs, but there's inner signs as well. Yes. Um, um, you know, a lack of energy to hold one's life together. You know, midlife is the classic, the classic oh. time when this happens, or yeah. feeling drawn to spend a greater amount of time alone. I worked with an executive uh, woman once, and she shared with me very reluctantly. She says, I don't understand what's happening to me. I used to love to go out with my girlfriends on the weekends, and now I just want to stay at home. You know, and so I said, well, there's, that's one of the signs that there's an inner transformation process going on because we need to cocoon. We need to pull back and turn our energy inward. Um, people who are uninspired by their work or career, um, limited motivation to start a new project, feeling adrift in one's life, not really having an anchor or a passion, just feeling sort of flat, um, disconnected from life or relationships, or possibly even unexplained emotional volatility. You know, the midlife is one of the classic examples when those unfulfilled desires come back and create a lot of tension and and we're no longer willing to tolerate what we've tolerated. Yeah. And, you know, there's a reason for uh, all of us to want to recognize these, right? I mean, the whole idea of understanding what a signpost is, understanding what's going on, is so that we know what to do with it. Because this phase that I think we're talking about, this idea of dissolving, of letting go, is, you know, many people have described it as both the agony and the ecstasy, in things but when you're in it I mean I don't know about you but it certainly feels like the agony yes I've had lots of that in my life definitely agony because most of the transformations that I've uh, gone through have basically you know it was like the two by four the the cosmic two by four over the head that says hey it's time to wake up it's time to let go of this you know And, and the ego it should struggle. It's important for the ego, ego, the ego to have some amount of struggle. If it doesn't struggle very much, then it means the ego isn't well-developed and it will, it will really suffer going through a transformation. If the ego struggles too much and is too attached, then we also struggle with the, with the transformation. So a certain amount of struggle is important, but not too much. And so sometimes it is the cosmic two-by-four. Yeah, I remember somebody saying something to me. I want to know what you think about it. You know, how did they describe it? They said something like, if your ego is not struggling in some way, then you're in the, what was the term? You're in the uh, bowels of complacency. That was Mm -hmm. the phrase. And I thought, what? Okay, let me think about that. (laughs) And, you know, and then all of a sudden you think about it and I can see times in my life where I have really settled and it's not that settling wasn't the thing to do at the time, but there, there may come a time for each of us, right? Where settling has out, outlived its usefulness. Yes. Yes. And that typically happens for both men and women at midlife when the soul really calls us to awaken and become our full potential. Yeah. And and this is really what you're talking about, because, you know, how do people deal with this, Nancy? How do we how do people find support in this phase? Yeah. And it's a it can be a very disturbing phase, you know, confusing, um, disorienting, because, like I said, a lot of times they're external. There's these external signs, sign, you know, signposts that things are falling away, and then there are the internal signposts, and it can be really disorienting. So when I work with clients, 
the first thing we do is to is to stabilize. You know, we if they haven't started some sort of meditation or breath work or or practice to get them grounded and get them to tune inward and to create some space, that's where we start. We look at diet to see, okay, are they really supporting themselves from a healthy way that doesn't exacerbate the emotional instability or exacerbate the limited energy. We look at what can we let go of in in their life to help give them the space and to start to maybe do some different types of practices, journaling to what's going on, um, paying attention to dreams. The same woman that I mentioned before, she shared with me that she had been having this reoccurring dream of losing her purse and she didn't understand what that meant. And I said, well, what does your purse mean to you? And she said, oh, my God, that's where my driver's license is. That's where my keys are. It's, you know, it was all of her personal, very personal things. And to me, it was the symbol of her identity and that her identity was falling away. So paying attention to dreams can be a real great gift and learning how to understand the messages from our soul that come in the dream. So that's where we start. We start by helping the person understand what's happening and then develop a structure that helps to support that unraveling process. Yeah. And you know, this is really fascinating about this. We're going to take a short break, but this is something for everybody to like think about is, you know, just before you think that you're done with this dissolving phase, what happens next? <laughs> Can you be in both places at the same time? Stay tuned when we come back. We're going to talk about the next phase. Yeah, what is it? It's inspiring. And what happens when you're on the bridge? What does that feel like? What does that look like? And is that even possible? Well, Nancy's going to help us with that. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong for the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease we are not going to let you down we're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio the message will continue the conversations will become stronger and the healing epic Hi everyone, this is Dr. Pat. The ancient Inca root vegetable maca is world-renowned for its wide array of health benefits. As a family-run company of true maca specialists, the maca team's mission is to provide you with fresh, organic, premium-quality maca powders at a fair price. Amazing. All of the products are always organically grown, fair-traded, GMO-free, fresh, and potent. So don't take my word for it. Experience the life-changing benefits of maca today. Visit themacateam.com. 
Are you and your family looking for one manageable lifestyle change that will positively impact your health? Look no further. That change begins inside your drinking glass. Learn how to put a lid on junk drinking by sipping from a recipe collection of colorful, fresh, tasty, wholesome fruit and vegetable blends. Get your copy now of Sip the Garden. Fun, easy drinks for a healthier family by T. Carrie Mitchell. Visit lifestyle120.com for information on how to order. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie Deleuze at info at ronniedeleuzeonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, your partner in wellness. Join the Pacific Northwest EFT Tappers at the 6th Annual Tappers Gathering, March 19th at Bastyr University in Seattle. You will learn EFT applications, forge a strong community, and share healing stories. The event raises money and awareness for EFT tapping scientific research. Net proceeds go to our 501c3 nonprofit to further prove the efficacy of EFT. Bring your cards and information for a fun and inspiring day of networking. Visit nwtappersgathering.com or call 360-661-6877. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Wow, it's so great to be here with Nancy, Nancy Monson. For those of you out there, go to everydayspirituality.com. Uh, and we're going to tell you about some of the incredible things that Nancy has planned for you here in a second. Uh, we're talking with Nancy about what does this mean for us to look at our inner alchemy and unleash, unleash our soul's purpose, our soul's potential. And, you know, Nancy has, and you were talking about these four phases, you know, we just talked about dissolving. And I asked the question, you know, what happens perhaps even before dissolving? Where do we go next? So how do we morph ourselves from dissolving into the next phase? Or do we? Mm, It's a great question. Um, So the truth is all there are elements of all four phases throughout the entire process, but one will be dominant. So like in the dissolving phase, you know, where we're letting go, we're shedding away all that no longer has life for us. Sometimes little sparks of new life, which is the second phase, the second phase being inspiring, exploring new opportunities and tapping into growing enthusiasm. That that second phase can start to happen and the dissolving phase will still continue. And it may continue throughout the entire process. You know, it just it's very alchemical. And and if any of you know about alchemy, it's mysterious. The soul is mysterious. It doesn't um, it doesn't orient itself towards our intellectual 
you know, our cognitive way of thinking. So part of the challenge that that in tuning into inner alchemy is being okay with the mysteriousness of the process. You can relate it to uh, the journey of a butterfly. You know, the caterpillar, when it gets ready to transform into the butterfly, it builds a cocoon. So that's what we're doing in the dissolving phase is building the cocoon that allows the butter, the caterpillar to totally dissolve into that amorphous goo. And that's the scary part. That's when the ego, you know, it's afraid of ego death. And we're not dying for real, but there are qualities that are dying. And then at some point in that mystery, inside the cocoon, the next the next phase starts to take shape and starts to unfold. And that is this inspiring phase, the expand the really about exploring new opportunities. When I work with my clients, when we do the dissolving, because you have to make room for something new to come in. If you're full, there's no room. So once we get the things out of the way, let go of the things that no longer have life and are not going to be part of the new life that's emerging, it's just like in that caterpillar, it's dissolved and it's making space for the butterfly to start to be manifest. So it's important in the inspiring phase to really explore whatever it is that is is calling you, where there's new life, where there's enthusiasm, where there's excitement, but not commit. And that's where it takes patience and it takes trusting this mysterious process. I've worked with clients who really struggled with this with this phase because they wanted to say, oh, this is it. This is what I'm going to do now. You know, they jump into something and only to realize that that's not really where their soul is calling them. But the journey and trusting the mysterious process of exploring things without commitment is where the clarity will come. Yeah. And, you know, what the thing that I mentioned before about this, and you were talking about this earlier, that there is an element that goes with each phase. What was the element for dissolving? So dissolving, as you might imagine, is the water phase. So it's, you know, alchemy is this and the soul are these mysterious uh, processes that don't work the way our cognitive or, you know, the more everyday world works. So it's really important to understand that, you know, symbols and um, metaphor and images are really a part of that alchemical journey. So when going through the dissolving phase, a lot of times people will be drawn to water. They'll be drawn to um, images of water. They'll want to go sit by a lake. They'll want to go sit by a stream. It's really important to trust that because that's part of this mysterious process. So with the inspiring phase, you can imagine the fire of new life, right? So it's that spark. So fire is the element for this phase. So, you know, maybe being drawn to candles, maybe being drawn to a fiery sunrise or, um, you know, sitting by a fire, you know, there's like the element of fire and it'll show up in your dreams too, you know, and that's the challenge is, is looking at the dream symbolically for the journey of transition, transformation. Isn't it interesting that we have a term in our pop culture, right? And that, you know, we say, you know, things like, man, I'm getting all fired up about this. Really all (laughs) excited, right? All excited about that or just energized around it. You know, is this what happens during this phase? 
Yes, yes, exactly. You know, and that's where it's really important to follow that passion, follow that excitement, follow that enthusiasm, but not commit. I'm working with a client right now and we've been exploring. She's been, you know, really um, looking at where she has life. And, you know, if there's a person she hears in a in a talk that she's really inspired by, she'll go have coffee with them. Or if, a, if um, you know, she's inspired by a particular activity, you know, she used to love photography. So she's exploring photography, taking classes, going out and taking photos. Um, she's always wanted to do um, have a therapy dog. So she's now exploring the idea of having a therapy dog and being, you know, being a, a trainer for therapy dogs. So we're just exploring these different things that she has excitement around. We don't know what they're going to look like yet. And that's the challenge of the ego is being patient. It's like the caterpillar that's dissolved in the cocoon. You have to be patient and let the butterfly, once it's completely formed, break through the chrysalis, not, you know, help it along. Because if you do that, you short, you short circuit the process and possibly never achieve the full, the full expression that the soul is longing for. Yeah. And you know what, what you do, Nancy, is and you were just uh, talking about this. You work with people uh, to to really help uh, folks step into their full nature, full potential. Um, I wanted to just this is really a good place because I know that you have a number of gifts that you've prepared, a number of things you've prepared for our listeners. We love to call it our pay it forward program here. Uh, and before we go to break and, and move into the next phase, what are some of the things that you've created for folks? Because this is really part of how to sustain ourselves, especially through that uh, fired up phase. Yeah, um, I have a, a, a free guide that explains in more detail these four phases and also links it, as we've been talking about on previous shows, with human design, which is a huge part that I use, a huge tool that I use to help people with this process um, because human design makes more um, uh aware makes more visible what's happening at those inner and those in that inner transformation piece. So I have a guide that they can get right on my website, understanding the deeper purpose and process of the midlife transition. If they go to everydayspirituality.com forward slash my gift to you, they'll be able to download the free guide. And it's actually a, um, a, a, an excerpt from my forthcoming mm-hmm. book on the midlife rebirth. Awesome. You know, one of the things I want to ask about is this phase. There are a couple things that we should be aware of to help us. And, you know, I I think for many of us, when we get in this phase, we really do get fired up. But, you know, uh, I can get fired up and I can get burned out. And so (laughs) what are some of the things to be aware of here? And, uh, you know, how do we manage ourselves through this or support ourselves, so to speak? Yeah, that's that's one of the challenges. As I said earlier, um, I even struggled with this when I was going through my midlife transition. I wanted I thought this is it. I've and I made this huge commitment. (laughs) Uh, You know, I signed up for a Ph.D. in holistic nutrition because I always wanted to study nutrition and realized, oh, my God, that's totally not what my soul (laughs) wants me to do. So, you know, and I've I work with clients, explore the creativity, explore 
you know, and and really um, allow yourself, give yourself permission to go explore and try out where there's life, where there's excitement. Old dreams will come back, old passions from years and years ago, but don't make a commitment. Explore only. You know, it's, it's sort of like a recon, you know, reconnaissance. You're just trying things out and take note, right? Take note of how you feel. Take note of, of what what you're learning from that experience and just be okay with the process. That's the biggest challenge I think I see is letting give two two pieces, letting yourself, giving yourself permission to go try something out. So getting out of your head, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm never going to be good at that. Oh, I was told years ago I wasn't an artist. You know, all that stuff has to go. That's part of the dissolving, dissolve away the limiting beliefs. Give yourself permission to just play. And then the second piece is don't commit, right? Don't say, yep, this is it. I'm going to be an artist. You know, I'm going to be a fashion photographer or whatever. Just play. So those are the two sides that I see that people struggle with the most. Wow. We're going to take a short break, everyone, when we come back. What do you think the third phase is? What happens after we dissolve? What happens after we're inspired? What do you think happens next? For those of us that have been at this point, we can get to that dissolve phase. We can get to the inspired phase. And I don't know about all of you listening to the show, but there have been times in my life that that is the end of the game. But mm. according to Nancy, it doesn't have to be. Let's take a short break. When we come back, get ready to tap into your inner alchemy and take this energy, this fired upness to real life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life-affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? Get ready, because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Basile and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new, inspirational, and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. Tune in to the Angels and Answers Psychic Radio Show with Clairvoyance Artie Hoffman and Sky Siegel every Thursday for a two-hour show, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Artie and Sky deliver spiritual and motivational messages with passion and a sense of humor. Call in 800-930-2819 for live and on-air readings. Visit ArtieHoffman.com and SkyOfAngels.com. What is a master soul gardener? With Nomi Bahar, you can be one too. Her revolutionary Gates of Power method is a comprehensive program that addresses every aspect of yourself 
and gives you the tools to tend to the seeds of your soul's garden. Let Nomi guide you through and beyond what's holding you back and help you embrace the life you've always dreamed of. To learn more about upcoming classes and workshops, visit gatesofpower.com today. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. What are vibes? We often use this word, but did you know vibes can actually be useful and help solve our everyday challenges? Embark on an exciting learning journey with Caitlin Keat, 11-time Visionary Award winner, specialist in vibrational energy, and the creator of Vibes Up. Join Caitlin as she takes you through the world of vibrational therapy and energy healing with natural solutions for a modern world. Visit VibesUp.com to learn more today. Well, there's a will, there's a way, kind of beautiful. And every night has a state so magical. And if there's love in this life, there's no obstacle that can't be defeated. Hey, everyone. For more information about us, go to the Dr. Pat Show or Transformation Talk Radio. And as we said, for Nancy, you can go to EverydaySpirituality.com. And, you know, she has set something up for us so that we can look at these phases, find out more about them. But the other thing, Nancy, is, and you know, if we, if you could for a minute, uh, folks can work with you, just like um, you were talking about earlier. You know, you work with people to help them get through these phases in a way that they can literally uh, carve out the life that they were meant to live. What's the best way for people to do that? To find out more about that. <clears throat> Thanks, Pat. Well, on our on my website, I do have a list of the different mentoring programs that I offer. Um, the one that really works designed, it's designed specifically to take people through this process, is a nine-month mentoring program. And it really is about rebirthing your life. You know, it takes nine months to birth a baby, create and birth a baby. So I put this nine-month program together to create and rebirth your life. Um, so it it really supports people through the four pro- the four phases of that inner alchemy so that they can bring out because we don't have at least in my experience i haven't seen uh, a lot of programs or even um coaches or mentors or guides out there that really focus on these four alchemical phases it's information that's been pretty esoteric and um, unaccessible to the average person. As a matter of fact, when I talked to a publisher about these four phases um, who specialized in this in this area, he had never even heard of the four phases of alchemical transformation. So I don't think there's a lot out there. And that's why I felt compelled to put a program together and to write about this so that people have a guide and a map that can help them through the phases so that they can really bring out their full potential. Otherwise we can get sidetracked or or diminished or, you know, settle, like you said earlier, Pat, to settle for something less than our full potential. 
Yeah, and I've been there, and I've done it. You and I were talking about that yeah. and what that feels like. Uh, like, But I was fascinated about this next phase because I said something before the break, and I hope you will talk about this, is that I could point to point times in my life where this was the end of the road for me. I was never going to get to the third phase. Tell us what it is. Yeah, a lot of – this is where I think most people um, sidestep the whole process, and they jump to creating a life, which is the fourth phase, manifesting. They bypass this third phase, which is so incredibly important. And, you know, as we've said, dissolving is the water phase. It's letting go. Inspiring is the fire phase, finding the fire for new life. The third phase is is challenging because it means stepping back and looking at your life from a greater perspective. It's the expanding phase, creating a vision for a life, for the new life that is starting to grow within. And it really means it's taking that grander view. It's, you know, a lot of, I, I tell my clients, you know, go find a beautiful hill that you can sit on to overlook a great landscape or sit at the beach where you can see a huge expansive view of the ocean. And that creates this spaciousness that gives you an opportunity to step back, step out of your life and look at it from the greater journey. What can happen in the inspiring phase is we get so caught up in the in the in the little bits of exploring and experimenting that we're doing, we can get exhausted from the dissolving phase, you know, from letting go of all of these particles in our life and we get stuck into sort of the the details of of the journey and we don't really see the journey from a greater greater view and that takes a real conscious effort to just step back and step out of your life when the ego of course is always getting nervous well i just let's go do this i need to have some clarity i need to have some definition and to be honest our society really supports that it doesn't support taking the time to step out step back reflect create a greater vision. And so that's that's where people I see most people have the hardest time is really doing that greater visioning work and and taking a time out almost. Yeah. And it is most important. Uh, the other thing I said to you and you know as we enter this phase is that it, it really is uh the way I've seen it is the rubber meets the road. Mm -hmm. You know, the rubber does meet the road. But it's interesting that when we're talking about expanding, what is the element associated with expanding? Air, right? Air. Yeah. And boy, I don't know about you, but uh, uh, I know what it's like to have some best friends that are under the, uh, if you're looking at astrology, under both air and water and what it's like to spend some time with them. And I think that I'm very grateful for that because that has rubbed off on me in some way. But the idea of air and expanding, it's unlimited. That's mm -hmm. amazing how that works. How do people how do people find support for this? Because this can be this this is where, you know, I have felt sometimes in my life, am I am I like losing my mind here? <laughs> <laughs> it can feel like that. You technically you kinda are, right? Because yeah. the elements of the mind that have been associated with the ego that are not gonna serve you in the next creation of you it can very much feel like you're losing your mind. It's And so the process is really a time of reflection um, to really reflect on the full life journey. 
um, it's really an essential step in creating this expanded awareness that shapes the vision for a larger life in the future. So it's, um, you know, it's really about reflecting, reflecting back on everything that you've learned and, and not just in the in this particular trans transition phase, this transformation phase, but in your entire life to look at what are the patterns, what are the themes, what what are the things that are really um, elemental that have, you know, what have you learned from the exploring of all the different um, inspiring elements that you've just you've just learned from what are the things that you've let go of to really mine for the gold in your life's journey that really informs you for creating the vision so you know it can be journaling it can be a vision board um, it can be um, a vision quest you know if you're more into going out into the wilderness um, it, there's anything that helps to create that broader, greater expansion, but it is taking a time out. So a lot of times I'll, I'll suggest clients to, you know, maybe take a weekend, go, you know, rent a cottage by the ocean where they can journal, they can make a timeline of their whole life, you know, and look at what are the learnings from that. Um, in my book, I have several different activities that, that people can do to help create that greater vision. When we think about this, it is something that I think we don't do just once. So this is the place that, you know, I know you work with people. Um, how much of being in the not knowing is required here? Because <laughs> when you talk about the other two phases, you know, clearly when I think about experiences with dissolving and I think about, you know, the inspiring phase, they, they seem more tangible. This mm -hmm. one seems more elusive. Mm. Yeah, it, it is elusive in some ways. And mm -hmm. you know, from what you were sharing with me on the break, you, you know, your elements are fire and earth. So yeah. it will certainly seem elusive to you because it's not in your DNA. You know, it's not in your makeup. Um, so people, I have friends that are right. a lot air lots of air mm -hmm. <laughs> in their in their in their astrology or in their design and they do this all the time they're always stepping out and reflecting which i appreciate you know i have a, fortunately i have a balance of all the different elements <laughs> but it's really lovely to you know be around people who have lots of air because it just helps me to step back and reflect and we don't do that i mean when i was working in corporate america and you know, i was a consultant for years and years doing executive coaching I found the greatest challenge for leaders was this phase right here. They're so anxious to make stuff happen, to get on with it, to execute the plan, achieve the results. They don't step out and do the reflection piece. And there's so much valuable learning and insight and um, uh, creativity that yeah. comes from taking that step out. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, and, you know, this is really like now three of the four phases. You know, there's this point now we're in this creating the vision and really getting to the place where we could see it, we can feel it, we can taste it. And that leaves the, you know, the fourth phase, because mm -hmm. if I've made it this far, far you know, am I going to get, as I like to say, the icing on the cake in <laughs> the last phase? <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> Tell us about it. So the last phase um, is where it comes, where the where 
literally where the rubber meets the road. It's the <laughs> manifesting phase, right? So if we've dissolved what no longer serves us, if we've explored all the inspiring elements in our life and learned from that and almost always new things pop up that weren't even in one's awareness before new energy new opportunities new new possibilities and then we take all that wisdom that we've gained and we step out to really see okay what have i learned what do i want to create what could my life be you know in that expanded creativity inspiring phase and we we pull that together into some sort of representation could be a you know like I said a vision board or a journal article then how do we bring that into the world how do we earth it how do we birth it bring it into the manifesting world so that's the last element is earth and it's manifesting your vision and that's the the fourth phase well, I mean, and let's talk about it because this is really the place where we have to really tend to some very important aspects, you know, so much so I'd like to skip the last break so we can talk about this fully and then recap. You know, this idea of manifesting uh, has had a lot of conversation, Nancy. And what I mean by that is, you know, people might go through the first three and then they get to this place and they fall short. And I guess the and this is really the the way that they, they look at it. They say, man, this is not happening for me. So this this process must not work. But there are ways to really look at if you get to this phase there may be a reason that things are not showing up the way you think they should be in the material world. What might be some of those reasons? Could it be that maybe I need to go back to a couple of the other phases and relook it? Or maybe is it the idea that I'm attached to an outcome <laughs> that, uh-huh. that gets in the way of what's really supposed to happen? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. That's mostly what happens. Yeah. Our- our mind wants to take control. It's really hard. This is why I really feel people need support through this. You know, not just me from a from you know like a guide like me you know, who does this work, but from their their relationships in their life. You know, from their family, from their friends, because it is a very it's it's a lot of unless you're used to going through this process and you've you're mastered these four phases because it happens over and over again in our lives it can be really hard for the ego to just be okay i mean i still struggle with being okay with the manifesting phase because it takes time so i liken the manifesting phase to a, an oak tree and you know when when a seed when when a giant oak tree starts it's a seed of possibility so manifesting a vision can be just like that it takes time it takes clarity it takes action patience and perseverance just like the full blossoming of a giant oak tree takes years enduring each season and all the challenges that can interfere with its growth growth so each one that's successfully met, each challenge makes that oak tree stronger and more resilient. It's the same thing for us when we do when we do the work of manifesting our vision. Just as the oak seed is fueled from within, this is why it's so important that we do the work of the first three phases because we have to be able to sustain our passion, to sustain our commitment to the vision through this journey of birthing and growing to fruition our vision, our, our new life. 
So it's the same process as I liken it, like I said, as growing a tree. It takes time. It does. And, you know, um, what do they say? You know, it's it's really like let's not give up before the miracle happens. Right. Yes. You know, holding on to that, the parts of ourselves that completely understand what's going on or maybe not even completely understand, but have such a sense of coming home. How do people describe that? Do they describe going through these phases and and how do they describe knowing that they've arrived is it a coming home feeling mm, yeah i that that would be the way i've seen people talk about it as well as my own experience uh-huh. it's there's this deep resonant joy that you know sort of stems from my heart my deep heart you know, we call the soul we say that the soul lives in the deep heart so it's just this and and what i know from my own experience is when i'm tuned in to that when I'm really deeply tuned into that vision that has come to me and I start that journey of manifesting you know I feel this momentum building you know and we do face challenges the vision that I have may need to shift and change it's about being okay with that but continually coming back to what is the feedback I'm getting from that deep heart what is my soul telling me and to keep the ego, you know, the, the ego loves to dress up in the soul's clothing. It's really important for us to be able to discern the ego's guidance from the soul's yeah. guidance. And part of that process of manifesting is helping the ego to continually surrender to the soul's guidance. We also say that, you know, the soul knows the way even when the ego doesn't. And so it's about, that's why it's so important in the dissolving phase to establish the deep spiritual, I call them spiritual practices, so that we develop an intimate relationship with our soul. That's what happens in that cocoon. We develop an intimate, deep, strong connection with the soul so that when we go through these phases of manifestation, just like the oak tree, it's fueled from within. It's fueled from the fact that it has these deep roots that connect it to its truth. And that yeah. helps to come out in its own unique way. And, you know, let's talk about, I want to go back to where we started. And that was talking about the four phases of inner alchemy. I mean, we're talking about alchemy. And, and uh, what I would love for, for us to do is go back to this. We're literally talking about, you know, alchemy. And some people may not understand the full meaning of what that is, but there is a level of transformation and transmutation that happens. Because what I love about using the elements is that one day you're fire and the next day you're smoke. And <laughs> right? You yes. know, and, and that is a transmutation. And yeah. what's interesting is you can be both at the same time. You know, anybody that sit around a fire has done ritual. You can literally see that fire and the transmutation of it. Doesn't that really don't these four phases help people go through that? Because isn't that what we're doing? We may be fire today, but smoke has a purpose as well. Absolutely. Smoke. Right. You can imagine smoke rising up into the air. And the third phase is air. So, you know, and we often we often relate the the um, inspiring phase to the phoenix, right? Because if if the dissolving phase doesn't doesn't really complete the whole letting go process, 
the fire phase will definitely burn away anything that's left that is no longer needed. And it's the journey of the phoenix, right? Rising out of the ashes, a new birth happens. So it is very much a, a transmutation, a transformation process. And unless we really do what is needed to support what's happening at that inner deep level, we miss the opportunity to really do this, the, the essence of alchemy, which is to transform lead into gold. Now, what we mean by that in, in the inner alchemy is to transform a leadened consciousness, a more dense consciousness, into a lighter, more gorgeous, expansive, filled with light, golden consciousness. So that's what happens. It's really a transformation, a transmutation to a greater, more expanded, higher state of consciousness. Yeah, I mean, this is really, uh, for folks that are just tuning in, thank you for today's show. It's amazing. Please just go, if you would, take us back through and let us know what each phase is and the associated element. Thank you for today. Oh, my pleasure, Pat. I love talking about this, and it's been, like I said, a well-kept secret. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm happy to bring it out so that more people know what's going on for them. So dissolving the phase of letting go, it's the initial phase of any transformation, and it's really the process of dissolving what's no longer needed, that which will not be part of the new life that's emerging from within. Inspiring is the second phase, and it's really about exploring opportunities. We're and it's marked by a growing sense of enthusiasm to, to explore new ideas, new possibilities, remembering unfulfilled dreams, and really um, giving myself permission to explore, explore where there's excitement, where there's enthusiasm. The third phase, expanding, is really creating a vision. It's marked by a time of stepping above and out of one's life and really reviewing, taking stock, reflecting on the journey so far. And then creating the vision of what I want to create in my life now. How do I want to expand and bring more of my full potential out into the world? And then, of course, the fourth phase, manifesting, is really bringing that vision into life. And it's really related um, to manifesting a vision. The, and it really the fuel that we need for manifesting that vision is created if we properly go through those first three phases. Wow. And, you know, isn't this the key? You know, this is really the work that you do in helping people. And I would imagine that you see this. I see this in myself, my own life. There is a level of stuckness that happens when we go through this. I don't know about you, but I have not been able to do it alone. That's why I work with coaches. That's why I work with you, Nancy. That's why we're all here. Thank you so much for today. Please give out your website and also tell folks again where they can get this gift that you've provided on the phases. Sure. Um, it's everydayspirituality.com, living a soul-directed life every day. And um, right there uh, on the website, you can, uh, you can get the gift, which is... Um, understanding the deeper purpose and process of the midlife transition. Any transition is going to go through these phases. The midlife tends to be the one that's more profound and more destabilizing. So I help people particularly with that. And to get the, if you want to go directly to get the free, the free guide, it's um, everydayspirituality.com forward slash apply. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nancy. Thank you for today. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? 
be patient and trust your soul. Um, the ego can certainly um, try and take hands, take hold. So just let go and trust the soul. Thank you so much. Nancy Munson, everybody, go to Everyday Spirituality. I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Please check us out at the Dr. Pat Show and at Transformation Talk Radio. We'll see you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.